Welcome to another episode of the Well Life Podcast, where we connect with experts in what we have defined as the eight dimensions of wellness. Yeah, so today we got Dan, who is the owner of Eat Better Meals, started it all himself, right? Has a kitchen in Farmingdale, New York, here on Long Island, and uh, he's also our meal prep affiliate here at Eight Well, right? So it's providing really awesome, awesome, fresh food, home-delivered food, um, never frozen, right? Straight to you. So yeah. pretty, pretty awesome. Um, yes, so right. just to start, tell us something about the company to start. Like, how, like, what do you guys do? How'd you What's, get here? Yeah, how'd you yeah. get First here? First of all, sure. so, appreciate you being here, right? Stepping out of the kitchen yeah. a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, it's all good, and, and spending some time with us. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so my, uh, my whole thing is it was growing up, like I was always about food. Right? Mm-hmm. Like I was a food kid. I was really overweight growing up. And, uh, okay. and then what I, you know, at some point about eight years ago, nine years ago, I decided to like make some changes F- for me. It was like physical stuff, right? I almost started going to the gym. I started eating mm-hmm. right, but it was always, I still was always about the food, right? Like mm-hmm. before cleaning up my, my stuff was like, it was about like eating cool stuff or good stuff. Like I wouldn't say I was a foodie cause like it, yeah. it wasn't like that wasn't what I was doing, but yeah. I just like to eat well, right? Like yeah. I like to eat better. I like to eat good things, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, I could always tell when stuff was fresh. I could always tell when stuff was canned. I, hmm. Like, like it was something that I just grew up like eating fresh food. So um, <clears throat> when I started my weight loss journey, I just cooked everything from scratch and I did everything and I started having fun with it, right? And um, a buddy of mine was like, hey, could you do this for me? Hmm. And he was actually my first customer, right? Um, he was a construction guy. He owned his own business. He was a carpenter. He just was working 12 hours straight a day. He never ate, but he was like a, he was actually a mixed martial arts guy. Oh, wow. He's yeah. like, I need to be eating. And, um, and so I started cooking for him and he was actually my first customer. I started out of my mom's kitchen. Um, and then I started renting kitchens and, and, and using like, I've been in a shared kitchen space. I've been in the basement of a butcher shop. I've been in the back of a corporate deli. I've wow. been uh, I've been in the back of what was like a rundown deli, um, and then in the end of 2019, we decided to build our own facility over in Farmingdale, and we have a 4,400 square foot building where we have our commercial kitchen facility, uh, 250 square foot walk-in box, uh, 1,500 square foot clean room kitchen. Uh, we kind of do everything from there. Um, some of the things we do, right? Like, as you guys know, like we, we make all our sauces from scratch. We grind all our meats in house. Wow. Um, the, the, you know, we were just talking about it, but like the chicken we use yeah. is not like the traditional chicken that you would get. Like this is like basically like Bell Evans or higher grade chicken, right? Hormone antibiotic free, cage free, yeah. that kind of stuff. We go as high as we possibly can cool. with all of our ingredients without having to go like the price of organic yeah. right or or like that that like super high-end price because then the customer has to pay that right yeah. like i'm not i'm gonna pay it but then the customer has to pay so like that's we try to like keep it within reason right and um the other things is we use compostable containers we don't use plastic mm-hmm. everything is recyclable everything can go in recycling or get composted out uh reuse reusable custom tote bags right with ice packs that you can reuse yeah. um that's just kind of like some of the stuff we do you know so cool Love that. Yeah. And I think you, you said a lot in there yeah. that we're gonna obviously going to pull from. Mm-hmm. Sure. Really appreciate the journey and the story. Thanks. Would want to, before we kind of dive into some deeper stuff about the business, about even um, some of the wellness-focused stuff we want to touch on, we'd love to hear a little bit more of just kind of that, that journey of yours. Right? Sure. So you kind of said you went on a weight loss journey. Yeah. Um, what did that look like? How'd that even, how'd you get there? How'd that start? So uh, in a previous life, I was going to say I was a certified knucklehead, right? Yeah. Like... Uh, <laughs> Like before I started doing Eat Better Meals, mm-hmm. 
I, I did other forms of business, right? That were not really, uh, you know. That we're not going to talk about on this podcast. On the other one, you were, we'll you, were, you were an entrepreneur. I was an entrepreneur of <laughs> many know. facets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was an entrepreneur of many facets, but um, but I just ended up in a lifestyle I didn't want to live anymore, mm -hmm. right? And, and and the journey into that lifestyle was was not full of like. Uh, uh, you know, compassion, love, and understanding. It was misery and pain and, and stuff like that. And I ended up on uh, on my mother's couch in 2014, in September of 2014, 250 pounds, 42% body fat, wow. like just complete misery. How old? I was uh, 28 years old. Gotcha. So uh, at that point, I was like, you know what, there's, you know, kind of had a rude awakening, if you mm. say, right? It wasn't the law, but like life kind of said, like, you know, it's either... Either you're going to keep going down the road you're going, or you're going to have to make a change. And then mm -hmm. from that point on, I kind of made this change. Uh, it wasn't like overnight I became like a fitness inspiration, right? Yeah. It was, um, it took time, right? Like first thing I did was I joined the gym. I started going to the gym regularly. Mm -hmm. I started using like, um, you know, like bodybuilding.com back in like 2014. Yeah. As everyone did. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. Body yeah. literally. Yeah. That's yeah. For sure. That's right? probably the same amount, same year almost when I was in college and I was getting into the fitness thing, same thing, bodybuilding.com, yep. ordering supplements, doing things. Yeah. So I started doing all that stuff. Uh, I started going to the gym. Again, like I loved cooking. I Even pre, like kind of getting my act together, I was um, I was still cooking. Like I was cooking for the girlfriends at the time. I was cooking for the parents. Mm -hmm. I would have bar I would love having barbecues with friends where like, you know, kegs of beer and like bratwurst and burgers yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and stuff like that, right? Like I enjoyed the cooking aspect, going out and grabbing nice stuff and, yeah. and cooking it well, right? And um so I started doing that for myself, right? Coming up with some interesting recipes, basic stuff, right? Like just doing like baked sweet potatoes really, really well without actually adding anything and just using sweet potatoes and making them like almost syrupy where they tasted like sugar. Yeah. And people didn't understand like, I'm like, yeah, it's just, there's nothing in it. It's just sweet potato. I'm mm -hmm. like, yeah, no, it's just, it's just sweet potato, <laughs> yeah. man. That's it, right? Yeah, good, and, good, uh, good for your food, tastes good and... Exactly, yeah, yeah. it's love, adding, did, adding the love to it. Did right? you see some of that? Right, that weight loss start to happen just from you taking over cooking your own food, cooking healthier stuff, right? Obviously joining the gym, but just mm -hmm. watching that transition, right? Taking over your own kind of food Absol journey. Absolutely, right? So there was this like a, a, a body shock, right? The body shock was going to the gym mm -hmm. for the first time mm -hmm. ever or since I played ball like in high school, right? Mm -hmm. Like I was, I played three varsity sports my senior year, right? Like yeah. I played hockey, football, and rugby my senior year wow. of, of, uh, of high school, right? I played a... Played a lot of sports growing up, right? A lot, a lot of injuries now, but yeah, played a lot a, of contact sports. Yeah, a lot of contact yeah. sports, bro. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of contact, exactly. Um, but I ended up, uh, I ended up having to get back. Like I was totally deconditioned, so I had to recondition anything. So like the first few months were miserable, right? Yeah. Barely could walk, was super sore, barely could lift any weight. Twenty pounds feel like a million pounds to me, mm -hmm. right? Five pounds were felt like thirty pounds that they do today, right? Like all that stuff. Like I had to recondition my body completely. Mm -hmm. So like the adaptation stage where I was just kind of getting used to the life and the lifestyle and eating that way. Uh, yeah, I saw some some changes, but it took took a long time, right? Like I lost, uh, over the course of a year, I lost about 60 pounds, okay. right? So it was like anywhere between nine months and, um, and a year, I lost about 60 pounds, right? I went from 240 down to like 170, 175, I looked not super healthy at 175 i can tell you that much yeah. lost way too much weight yeah it wasn't that i lost it too fast it was just a lot of weight for mm -hmm. somebody built like me right? yeah so it just looked a little funny um but you know i uh i just went on this journey right and the food right people like 
I could go to the gym right now. Like, I only go to the gym three days a week nowadays, right? I walk with my wife and my kid two days a week, right? That's, that's perfect, right? I can lose two pounds a week if I want to, mm-hmm. obviously, because it's about the food, right? Yeah. It's always been about the food, right? So, um, so during the whole journey, the food has been the, the biggest part, right? Before Eat Better Meals even started, um, it was like coming up with the cool recipes, cool. coming up with stuff that I would like eating five times a day. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like finding the stuff that that like I enjoyed eating. Right. Wasn't always grilled chicken, sweet potatoes. I actually, in fact, hate sweet potatoes. Yeah. Right? I can't stand them. But like I, I suffered through them in the beginning. Now I don't actually don't eat them at all um, <laughs> because I find other things. Right. Like mm-hmm. like I eat yellow potatoes just as much as sweet potatoes now. Right. Like the glycemic spike is a little different yeah. with the with it's the yellow. It's not even that dramatic. It's yeah, not exactly. exactly. It's not that dramatic, and I enjoy them yeah. more. Right. So you're the more also important talking thing. about a whole food. Exactly. Sure, the more important thing that, yeah. is that what, what food it yeah. actually is. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's, as opposed to you're not saying, oh, I eat a French fry as much as I eat a sweet potato, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. that would just that would be a different conversation. But the fact that even if you but if you were making those French fries yourself mm-hmm. and you put them in the oven with your own oil, it's different. The same conversation. It's, it's totally different. It's totally yeah. different. Like we yeah. do a, a sweet a seasoned sweet potato fry, right? Mm-hmm. It's like dill and thyme and a couple other seasons, salt and pepper, but. It's just a sweet potato. Like mm-hmm. we literally chop it ourselves by hand. They're yep. like rough cut mm-hmm. sweet potatoes, right? And they're, they yeah. taste great. Like they're really good. Um, you know, not my cup, cup of tea, but yeah. everyone else loves them. Yeah, yeah, but I, sure. I, I keep trying them. I want to like it. I want to like them, but it's just, you know. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. it's about the consumer. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's not 100%. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I was going to say that's huge because that's the biggest struggle that anyone goes through with finding a, some type of consistency, something you could stick to for long. You don't like sweet potato, just don't eat sweet potato. Yeah, Find correct. other options to do it. There's other healthier whole food options. There's other ways to cook it, make it taste good. Yeah. So you took the bull by the horns making that happen. And that, that was going to kind of push me to my next direction with this was you saw that for yourself, people asking you to cook now, or, or you had a buddy of yours ask you to cook, like you mentioned before we sure. hopped on the podcast. But what was that journey of you saying like, oh, you know, there's something here. I enjoy cooking. People are liking my food. It's really healthy, good quality. I'm losing weight. I'm getting fit maybe there's something to this. Was there, was it more of like the fitness sense of I can influence people and helping create like a really high quality meal company or was it more so, I mean, I'm sure it's a combination of business, right? Wanting to make money, wanting yeah. to build out a cool food company, have high quality food and help people reach their goals. But was there any like huge kind of um, like big moment for you or something like screw it, I'm gonna do this, you know? So it kind of, it was like that first customer, right? And then it kind of just snowballed into other yeah. people. And then I started asking questions to some people. At the time, actually, I was a trainer. I was a trainer at Equinox. Oh, yeah. Trying, right. yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I was actually at a point in, um, when I was training. And it was either, um, either I'm going to go training full time or I'm going to go do the business. And I was in Great Neck at the Great Neck Equinox, right? And of course, every guy in there has their own business and they all made fortunes yeah. doing their thing, right? And one guy was like, yo, man, like either you're going to do this or you're going to do that. You can't do both. You either got to burn the ships. And I learned that whole phrase, like the cold Cortez thing of like, you know, you burn the ships, there's no way out. You got to go in. So, mm-hmm. so or, or you go all in over here. And so mm-hmm. like, I decided to go all in for myself, right? And um, part of this whole theme of like kind of changing my life was like doing it for myself, doing it for me, doing the right thing, right? Mm-hmm. The, all that stuff. Um, you know, I, I don't know if I could work for somebody else, yeah. right? Like, even at Equinox, I was like gritting and grinding. Yeah. And like, like, you know what I mean? Totally. Huffing and hawing, you know, <clears throat> hemming and hawing, right, as mm-hmm. they say, right? Like, uh, so, uh, so I started doing this. 
And the rest of it has been like a learning journey over time. Okay. Right? Like I, I didn't have anybody showing me what to do. Like I literally paid for my mistakes and I also did it did it slowly. Right. It took me probably two to three years to actually get like a fully really high end operational system, right? For that the customer sees on the website and stuff like mm -hmm. that. It's just been I bootstrapped the whole thing. Like I have I'm by myself. I don't have any other investors. I've done everything by myself. I, I've asked questions to people who can kind of help me and then mm -hmm. I make decisions. Sometimes right and sometimes wrong, right? Like sometimes it's, you know, some decisions cost me, you know, a few dollars and I've had decisions that have cost me thousands of dollars, yeah. right? Um, but, you know, it's just kind of the, the process of the journey, right? And so was there a, like a pivotal point or moment? Not necessarily, but I just knew that like this was the way to go, right? Yeah. And and the thing that I saw in the market at the time was, you know, I started EBM seven years ago, right? I started in yeah. 2016. Um, and at the time, there was no, like, small batch, high-end, uh, great quality product. There was tons of other meal companies yeah. on, uh, out there, right? But it's packaged, plastic. Frozen. Frozen, yeah. sealed. Preservatives, yeah. over sodium, corporate America. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, there's. I've, I've even like seen other people ordering. Um, forget that. I'm not going to name any yeah, companies. There but, you go. But, uh, <laughs> they're, you know, in different states. Yep. Packaged, shipped, but it's like where they're ordering 20 meals in a pop, yep. and they sit there, or they're they have to be frozen, right? Yep. There's just no choice for cost, for shipping, for everything. It's like. Correct. Totally get it. Yeah. So a lot of that food is what's called like institutionalized, mm -hmm. right? Or like it's it's done in such a way that it's like very mechanical. Mm -hmm. There's no love. There's the only thing that like kind of seasons it is seasoning and salt. Yeah. There's like not necessarily preservatives in the food, but it's not like super high quality fresh. This was cooked like 24 hours ago. It's in your fridge and now you can eat it mm -hmm. type yeah. of feel, which is what we really try to give. Yeah. yeah. So I think a really good message behind kind of just what any person looking to get into business, looking to be an entrepreneur should should learn from, right? In the sense of things don't happen quick. Yeah. You're gonna make mistakes, you're gonna learn from those mistakes and you kinda have to continue to just build forward, mm -hmm. right? And continue to move forward. Because yep. uh, I think right now we live in an era of just instant gratification. Mm -hmm. um, Instagram, all these different things, sure. you can kinda get this fill mm -hmm. immediately and it looks like everyone else is succeeding instantly. Right, so when you see a guy on there that's driving a Ferrari, yeah. how can I not have a Ferrari? Yeah. You have no idea how that guy got that Ferrari. No. You could be yeah. renting it, or he may have worked seven yeah. years to get into the position sure. that he's in. So just knowing yeah. you gotta put some grit and some grind behind yeah. it, and then business will kind of come, come to you. Yeah, the that. reality of the basis. <clears throat> years yeah. and years of work and the hour to hour to hour of every day. I worked, uh, I worked almost seven days straight. I didn't have a family yet, and my, my wife was a girlfriend at the time. Uh, but I pretty much worked like seven days straight for like two years wow. where like I would take a Saturday afternoon off to be with her but Saturday morning I was working yeah. uh, Sunday <laughs> I was doing deliveries and then the rest of the week is like Monday through Friday for people yeah. so like I had to be on or I had to be available or I was doing stuff or I couldn't afford to pay people to do the jobs that some of them do now yeah. mm -hmm. right and where I had to do it myself right and so like at any point in the kitchen like I've done everything yeah. some of the technical kit cooking stuff Probably not so much, but like you know, I've I've done the pancakes where I've sat on the griddle and squirted <laughs> pancakes, right? I flipped the pancakes, I've grilled the chicken, I've baked all vegetables, I've you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. I've done all those things at any point. So you gotta you gotta put the work in, yeah. you know. That's and, literally that's what it takes. 
It's either work or money. Yeah. Right? Either you're going to buy it and you're going to skip the first four levels, yeah. and for, which are for like the first four years, mm -hmm. and you're going to buy it or you're going to have to work for it. Yeah. I don't know too many people that have done, that have not had to do one or the other. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Like you got to do one or the other. Yeah. Or your business is going to fall apart. <laughs> yes. Right? So yeah. it's like you can have an unsuccessful business, but yeah, one of the, you're either going to buy the system. Yep. Or you're going to have to yeah. build the system yourself and you're going to have to do everything. Correct. You're going to have like, to grind. Well, that's like a franchise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? Look at franchises. You have to put up a ton of money, but you get a turnkey business. Yeah. Exactly. Right? So that's yeah. that's um, the part, part of it. You still have to go for classes, like a yeah. month, a month yeah. of training and classes and you for still, whatever. Like you said, not working for someone. You're yeah. working for someone. Yes, right? There's this true. corporate system that's telling you yeah. what to put on the walls, how to do it. That's right? true. And then you have to pay. Kind yep. of either yeah. monthly, quarterly, whatever you got to do. Yeah. yeah. And they don't have the, the sweat equity of the real... No. The real, right, the grip behind it and the why for yeah. you, um, which is kind of the next direction of something to highlight was uh, wellness in total to us, right? This is going to segue into what is wellness to you and what does that mean? Sure. Kind of your definition of it, but you change your lifestyle, flip everything around, losing weight, getting into fitness, cooking your food, but now you're in a whole different subset of mentality, starting a business, working yeah. seven days a week, hours on hours on hours trying to sleep, trying to get work done, trying to burn at every single end possible with a girlfriend, right? Sure. Keep her happy. Um, what's wellness to you in the, the blatant question of a definition of how you would define it in general and or for yourself? And then how was that whole process, right, of you shifting saying, I got all the time in the world to go to the gym and lose weight, but now you're like, all right, there's a fire on my ass. I'm starting a company. I still got to try to get my workouts in. I still want to eat clean and manage my Right, manage sure. personal wellness while the company's growing as well. Absolutely, there's like corporate wellness, personal wellness, yeah. mm -hmm. relationship wellness. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, before, while I was in that whole weight loss journey, mm -hmm. right, and I was doing my own thing before, I was working seven days a week and everything like that. I, I figured out what like my homeostasis was, or like what I need to do to be well. Okay. Right, and and wellness for me is like the kind of like the act in which I'm doing those things. Does that make sense? Sure. Right? Like, so, so, like, there's some mental wellness, right? Like, I, I need to, like, I'm a meditation guy, right? Like, I like to do it the first thing in the morning when I wake up. Uh, I do, like, probably anywhere between 8 to 15 minutes, depending on my day. Um, but I, I try to get it in. And if mm -hmm. I can't get meditation in with that one-year-old that I have right now, um, I still get to the shop. I park my car and I turn everything off. Yeah. And I take a yeah. minute. And I take a minute, mm -hmm. right? I need to set myself because my mental wellness at that point is going to be a disaster, right? Um, so then there's like, there's different aspects of it. There's like, the, that's part of like my spiritual, like kind of like getting myself centered mm -hmm. for the day. Then I have like my mental wellness, right? Which means like, I'm, I'm not just going to be staring at YouTube all the time. I'm mm -hmm. going to be doing some tasks that are a little, uh, that's going to make me think, right? That I call use brain juice. Mm -hmm. Like I'm going to use the, the stuff that's in my brain that I keep myself moving, right? Yep. To kind of keep myself like that. Some of those tasks are like the ones that stay on your list, right? At the bottom. And they keep showing up over and over again. Like I'm gonna try to do one of those a week, yeah. right? Just just to like keep myself motivated to do things that I don't want to do. Totally. Like I gotta do it, right? And then the physical part is like making sure I'm scheduling time to go do activity, whatever that is. Me, I live three days a week, right? That's what I can afford for like anywhere between 35 to 50 minute workouts. I go in, put my headphones in, I drink water, I crank it, and I leave. Yeah. That's what I can do right now, mm -hmm. right? I'm. Still sleep deprived because of the baby, but that's. <laughs> but that, yeah, no, you do. <laughs> I feel great. Yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just wait. I'm, I'm excited for that moment. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. My, kid, my kids will be like eight. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, this guy's gonna have a yeah, baby. Yeah, here we yeah. go. Um, 
but so then that's like the physical part of it. Um, and I like to walk to kind of do some active stuff. I don't really enjoy doing activities, to be honest, gotcha. right? Like for me, I, after a long day, right? Like the last thing I want to do is like go out walking with my wife yeah. and kid, right? But I know I have to, right? It's not yeah. just good for me, but it's also good for the wellness of my relationship yeah. with both of them. Right, where I'm going to be present, and I'm not just going to be one of those dads who comes home and is exhausted. Yeah. Oh my dad, you know, and then you have the kid telling the therapist in, in high school, my dad just worked <laughs> yeah, all the time. Yeah, right. Yeah, my dad that. just worked. He yeah, was too time. busy. Yeah, he was yeah. too busy. He would come home and be exhausted. It's and crazy. Do anything. Like I don't want to be. Yeah, that you start dad. to realize like those little 15, 20, 30 minute clips of just time in a, your relationship yeah. can go miles for years and years. So, so right? that's that's like, kind of like what I try to do. No, right? I mean, I think of that. If, I don't know, do you have another part of that? No, I think but, I think that was pretty much it. Yeah, because that's, per, I mean, I, I know it almost probably as you were saying it sounded like it could have been something different than our perspective on wellness. Yeah. Um, yeah, it could be broader. We could talk about more things. But I think that that perfectly falls in line to the message that we try to tell everyone, right? So there's this check-in period. Like yeah. you talk about getting back to your homeo, your homeostasis and what balance is for you and when you're and mm-hmm. when you're kind of a, you're above that and you know when you're below that. So you check in with yourself mm-hmm. and you have an active plan that helps you improve on it. Mm-hmm. So I know when things are low, I'm gonna get I'm gonna sit in the car if I couldn't do if I couldn't get it my meditation at home, I'm gonna do it in the car. I know I got three three workouts that I need to get to, that's gonna get me to this homeostasis level. Mm-hmm. I think that's ex- the exact plan that yeah. we tell people. Yeah. No matter how you break it down, however you get to whatever your homeostasis or what we would probably say is just optimal well being, whatever yep. your optimal well being state is. Sure. Do those things exactly right? it could be different than what tj does different what sal does and different what anyone does right but it's mm-hmm. you the fact that you have you check in with yourself sure and then you build on that right do i need to do this do i need to do that that's in a good place there's also some bare minimums right mm-hmm. like like the working out is a bare minimum the the sitting in front of the shop before i go in for a minute and just like stopping for a moment and taking a moment for myself is a minimum right those are the minimums right the the, the optimal, right, is doing like the cold showers and getting the sunlight first yeah, thing yeah. in the morning and not drinking coffee as soon as I wake up and waiting, <laughs> waiting 90 minutes. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but now yeah. that ain't gonna happen. Like, yeah. like, I'm not there right now, yeah, right? Yeah. I know at some point, but like, I have to hit the minimums. Like, yeah. the minimums are the ones that are gonna keep me mm-hmm. functioning at a level that I need to be functioning at, mm-hmm. right? If I'm not doing those things, right? So, when the baby was born, I'll, this is an example. When the baby was born, right? Like, I just found out I have a, a hip impingement and a torn labrum in my right hip, right? Couldn't work out for a while. Had to just do PT once a week and some exercises. Um, no sleep at all, right? Uh, for probably like the first six months. Found out that he was uh, soy and dairy allergies. My wife yeah. was eating at the time. He was a mess, right? Like we, we weren't sleeping. It was a disaster, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't sleep and I couldn't work out for eight months because of the hip. And then also the baby, mm-hmm. um, but the and I was a, and I was a disaster. I was up again around 235, 240 pounds again, um, and I just started doing. Uh, I just started going back. But what got me back was like I set a program. I set the bare minimums for mm-hmm. myself. The bare minimums for myself is I need to lift three days a week and I need to walk at least once, one other day at least. Whether I'm doing cardio on the on the bike or walking around the block at the shop, right? Like I needed to do stuff that was going to keep me mm-hmm. moving four days a week, and then like. There's some other things that I do outside of like physical and mental wellness that I do that I need to do for myself, right? Whether it was checking in with my boys, right? Yep. Like, I don't know about you guys, but if I'm not checking in with people and I'm just in my own world, yeah. right? Like, I'm the boss. I run a business. I'm the boss at home, right? Like, I'm the dad. Like, I'm a father, right? Like, like I can get really lonely or I can get really wrapped up in my own stuff, You're like right? like fighting yourself almost. Exactly. So become that, like, 
yeah. can't always just check yourself and check yourself and check yourself. Exactly. So it's it's nice to have like a little bit of a check-in. Like I have my group of boys that I talk to on pretty much a regular basis. I would call them a support network. Like yeah. I know what's going on in their life. Mm -hmm. You know, one's breaking up with a girlfriend. One's got a, a house with a bad tenant in it or something, mm -hmm. right? Like I kind of know what they're going through and they know what I'm going through and they can kind of check on me to make sure we're okay. Um, so leaning on those other people are been immensely yeah. for But that is social wellness. Yeah. Right? And it's kind of finding that balance yeah. in that. What do you need from other people and what can you get? What are you giving to them? Exactly. Right? To be able to have that, that kind of social relationship yeah. that you sure. need. Definitely. Yeah. So a couple minutes left here. Just wanted to say eat better meals. Right? Sure. What's next? Any bigger things? Growth in that? What is your, any, any bigger directions that you're trying to go in? Yeah. Um, obviously so, you've built pretty good network and rapport on the island um what's next so i actually had a call right before this uh, podcast yes. to see what happens um <laughs> but uh it looks like uh we might be partnering with a pretty large company that's looking for a, a sister company to work nice. with um where they uh their, their price point's a little different than ours okay and so could be could be something, but mm -hmm. we would be able to deliver to the tri-state area. Wow! Um, and you know they they have a ton of money behind them. So That's awesome. Could be could be cool that we work in like symbiosis where we can offer something something comparable to what they do. Yeah. But that's all at the same time. It would be uh, it would be like a totally different price point. Like their clients would not be ordering from us. Gotcha. Um, but there are people that know them that would order from us. So yeah. It's kind of so cool. Helps you to scale. Correct. Kind of what you've been able to build. Exactly. Yeah. And I have the facility and I have the place and we could totally ramp up production. So it's kind of nice. It's kind of like a a positive thing, but we're looking to expand, right? Yeah, that's awesome. That, that's the, the brass tax of it. We're looking to, you know, um, our affiliate manager has been going into Queens, trying to get into like Bushwick and Ridgewood right now and, and that area of, of like Greenpoint and Williamsburg. Mm -hmm tapping that market and then we're going to slowly make our way into brooklyn the rest of brooklyn cool and uh try to just really ramp up things in the five boroughs never been in like we've been in queens forever because i grew up in queens mm -hmm. my mom's in queens mm -hmm. i go to queens every sunday to see her with meals too the first so. meals came out of queens the first meals came yeah, out yeah. of queens you're right <laughs> yeah true 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 very true yeah uh but now we're gonna try to um we're gonna try to expand into the city, into the five boroughs, and, and just kind of run it up. So that's got that'll be a huge yeah call, I guess. yeah yeah yeah. That's awesome. It's so exciting. That's congrats. Amazing. Good luck on all that. Thank yeah. you uh, again. Appreciate you coming in. Thanks, Where guys. um, well one, if you right if you're listening today, mm -hmm. you can use code eight well twenty five for a first purchase for twenty five percent off your first purchase from Eat Better Meals, eight well one zero eight well ten for ongoing ten percent off all Eat Better time. Meals. Incredible food, um, fresh delivered, fresh, fresh, fresh. I know, right? A to Z is yeah. in house prepared. Yeah, anything, yeah we do. Anything everything. else you want people to check out? Do you have any promos for the summer going on? Uh, nothing too much crazy. We got new meals every single week. Cool. Uh, we launch a new meal every single week. There's something new coming on, something old coming off that it wasn't so fond of. Uh, just check it out, right? There's, there's cool. something for everybody. And then know. social, right? Social media. At Eat Better um, Meals, everything. Everything at Eat Better Meals. So EatBetterMeals.com. Right. EatBetterMeals.com. Eat Perfect. Go check at it out. At Eat Better Meals Instagram. Yeah. At Eat Better Meals Facebook. Cool. All of it, Eat Better Meals. Let's eat better meals. There yeah, you go. Exactly. Awesome. Thanks, All guys. Right. Thanks, Dan. Cool. Thanks for tuning in on the Well Life Podcast, right? We will see you guys next time. Be sure to check out all of our podcasts anywhere that you listen, Spotify, Anchor, YouTube, right? And leave any comments you guys want, anything you want to see, any guests you might want to see us have on. And, uh, yeah. Thanks for joining, guys. See you in the next episode. Appreciate cool. it, brother. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. That was solid. Easy. Thank you. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. chill.